Welcome to Game of Books with Kathy in South Dakota. That's me. And Christy in South Florida. That's me. We're two newbie writers sharing our take on wine, food, and mystery books. And the authors who write them. Join us for the fun. Well, hello, Kathy. It's been a while since we recorded the upcoming Corks and Conversation with Elaine Veets. I know. Good to talk to you again. Mm-hmm. It was... Um, it was a hot minute ago that we did this at Sleuth Fest, and it was lovely, and I'm very excited to share it with all of our listeners. I know. I want to hear it again, because, you know, it was that was our first one. We were so nervous. And remember, it was in the, was. Um, you know, bookstore, so there was, there you know, you can hear, like, people mingling a little bit around in the background, yeah. and so that was kind of fun. Yeah. It was a uh, Murder on the Beach bookstore, right? Yes. Isn't that the name? Okay. Yep. And they are kind enough to come set up an entire bookstore in this hotel. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, they allowed us to sit in a little corner of their bookstore where we got to talk to Elaine first. And then we talked to Charles Todd. Yes. Also in the bookstore. It was pretty great. Yep. Yeah. Felt really professional, and those were our first ones, so we were real kind of nervous. So hopefully I'm oh, interested yeah. to see how they <laughs> sound <laughs> looking back on it. We were real happy when we got done. Um, well, and you know, Elaine the... was such a pleasure to talk to. I, I mean, she was just awesome. She was, and she's very professional. Like, she's used to work in radio, so she uh, she should sound pretty yeah. good, hopefully. We may sound a little funny, she, but who knows? We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure she sounds better. But um, it was really fun. But because we recorded, I think it was maybe 1130 or noon. It was in the middle of this busy day. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't we didn't get, quite get to um, share a glass of wine with her at that time. Right. So now we're going to do that now. Yes. So what did you choose for today? Um, I chose, well, we chose actually, we well, chose, the, it was, <laughs> yeah, because we, you know, yeah. we had to get something that was up there too. And, um, we chose fat bastard, um, <laughs> which is a French wine. And, um, and I just thought this was so funny because, um, okay. So during this wine tasting, um, with Guy, who I guess is some British guy, and this is all on the label. I don't know if you read the label, um, but he, um, the French winemaker Thierry, exclaimed, "Now that is what you call a fat bastard, right?" So he's talking about the wine being oh. round <laughs> and rich and everything. Oh. And so that's how they came up with the name for this from an interview or whatever. But that on makes the, me uh, feel so great to know that. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's an awesome story. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And on the label, they have the uh, hippopotamus, a uh, topiary of a hippopotamus. Yeah. You know, with like made of plants and flowers or whatever. Um, and the reason why we picked that is because originally I picked one that was... Um, a had a bear on it mm. in reference to um something elaine talks about probably my favorite part of our interview <laughs> with her actually yeah, yeah <laughs> so um so the but the one with the bear on it you didn't have in south dakota so we said well bear hippopotamus <laughs> Let's go fuzzy for Fuzzy animal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I classify a hippopotamus as a fuzzy animal, but regardless, no, but, we went with the know. animal theme. Yes, <laughs> it was a cute yes. animal. 
Yes. And so I, what I, when we had decided to do the fat bastard, I, um, I knew we had that in our liquor store. Um, but I, of course, was in a rush when I was trying to pick it up. Can you imagine me being in a rush, right? <laughs> I know. And, I, <laughs> and so I went back to the French section, section. I didn't see it. So I, the guy up front said, hey, you know, what do, you, do you need some help? They're extremely um, knowledgeable and helpful there. And so I said, yeah. And he's like, just tell me and I'll point you. So instead of me walking up front, I yelled across the store, I'm looking for a, f- I think I may have said, uh, but I'm looking for a fat bastard. <laughs> And I, I, it didn't occur to me at all what I was saying out loud until it came out of my mouth. I just wonder how many people in the store were like, oh, going home going, she just heard this lady yelling. She wanted a fat bastard in the store. I know. And undoubtedly, it was someone that knew me in Trump. She said, did you see her? She'd have heard of which, and apparently this lady has a southern accent. I'm not sure why. Did you see her? She has. I have a terrible southern accent. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. So that's the story of the the choice for today. But right, okay. Um, so let's taste it. Started, it. As, it started as a teddy bear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's um it's supposed to be intense. Oh well, it's cherry red in color with fruit forward flavors of crushed strawberry and wild raspberry, followed by delicate tannins and a long smooth finish. So let's see. Hmm. Okay. I taste the strawberry. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I can think. taste the fruity. I, yeah. Well, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I wonder if we're, if we're making these suggestions. And then and suddenly I'm thinking, I'm really getting good at this. I can really pull these out. If I had drank that without you telling me about strawberry being there, I'm not sure that I could have pulled it out. Regardless, it's delicious. That, that might be true. That might be true. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to, maybe it's one a, time we'll delicious. have to do a blind one and have the other person. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Let's do that. Let's do that next let's time. Let's do it. That'd be really fun. <laughs> anyway. I have to say, I just decided I'm going to start giving Fat Bastard as a gift because it is a really nice wine. I mean, right. don't you think that's pretty yummy? And it's and a it's screw a great chop. label. <laughs> and it's yes, right. Yes, which is so nice. It's yeah. a great label. Yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. There I know. Go. I like it. I like it. And I, I had to go, um, you know, pick it up today on my way back into town. And um, mm-hmm. luckily, because I had almost a similar situation, I couldn't find it the first time, <laughs> you know. And um, so we're kind of re-recording right now. And I um, I knew where it was today, thank goodness, because I was like, where is it? I don't think my <laughs> store is quite bastard. as friendly. <laughs> they would be like looking at me like I was crazy if I asked for it. <laughs> no, they're... <laughs> well, it's a grocery store, so, so, you know, they would probably really be confused. And <laughs> there probably were a few fat bastards in the grocery store, so <laughs> they might have all, all been like, over here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, so I have to tell you, speaking of the label, this is perfect mm-hmm. a perfect segue. Mm-hmm. So the label, as you say, has a, a topiary on it, uh-huh. which leads me to tell you, I've been, I literally just came in from planting a bunch of plants. I mean, I, oh. I, I literally have dirt on my hands. Oh, that's so and, nice. Well, it's, it is, it's a beautiful day I'm here. I'm starting to picture, to yeah, I'm starting to picture more green, you know, I, oh, for so long green. it's been all I thought was of as white. All white. <laughs> No, it's it's beautiful. It's eighty degrees and perfect oh, wow. today. Nice. But I did buy um I 
I, I will have to tell my mother-in-law not to listen to this yet, but I did buy a little gift for her and I bought her a lavender topiary. Oh. And it is the coolest little plant. I'd never seen one before. Oh, neat. Yes. And so my husband last night saw this thing and he said, what, what is that? And I said, it's a topiary. And he said, a what? And he'd never no heard way. that word before. Oh, no and way. And it irritated. It was hilarious. And I was like, just, I don't want to talk about it right now. I just want you to get, because we're getting ready for graduation. So we're right. busy, busy, busy. And I just wanted to tote this plant to a spot in my yard, and my husband wanted to have the whole description and conversation about what is a topiary, <laughs> and I really just didn't want to have it. it well, now you funny. can tell, you, anyway. tell him, just listen to the podcast, and show him a picture <laughs> on the front of the wine, because this is supposed to replicate um, the Royal Gardens of Marie Antoinette. Um, oh, she wow. Had, um, she that's had, just like my yard. I mean, that's yeah. exactly like what my yard looks <laughs> like right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. wait. I, I, I think you should post some pictures on Instagram of your topiary I garden. Will... <laughs> it's not a garden. I have, I have lots of plants, but I only have one topiary, but okay. it's funny because I hadn't, didn't think about it till I started drinking my fat bastard. That's so funny. Apparently, I what know, a coincidence though. Isn't it weird how things like that happen? <laughs> you yeah, know, you're it really, like, really is. I mean, what are the odds that your husband would not know what a topiary was last night and today we're talking about it on podcast, totally unrelated? It's so funny. And wouldn't let it go. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't let it go. Say, I think okay, it was like a, here, a new listen word. to this. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, so here I'll be able to show him. Anyway. Well, cool. So you're all, you're getting all ready for um, graduation, huh? I am. My daughter graduates from high school next oh weekend. Gosh. So when this airs in a week, I know. And this will air the day before my other, my younger daughter's birthday. So we have well, lots Well, no, I think on, it airs but... tomorrow, doesn't it? Yeah, and her birthday's Saturday, I guess. So, yeah. So, <gasps> oh. le- yeah, my, my younger Boy, one Boy, you are crazy my... busy, aren't you? <laughs> it's such fun stuff, though, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So we are, um, and we are having a... A party to celebrate um, at our home outside, counting on the weather, and yeah. which is dangerous. But yep. um, so I, we're all, we're all in a rush to get you know all the spring things that you would normally be doing. Oh we're kind gosh. of trying to push well, it that's up. Nice. Yeah. I I think you should take some pictures. I want to see. I yeah. will take some pictures. <laughs> I'm planting. I, I've planted about thirty pots. I think so. I will. Wow. I will take some pictures for you. I don't know where you. I don't find know. I might be exaggerating. Everything. <laughs> oh, I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't all get done. That's just. That's the magic. It just does not all get done. Yeah. <laughs> so, but one thing I am going to get done is I'm going to re-listen to Elaine's podcast. I'm really excited to hear her again. I know. I know. I'm going to actually sip wine while I'm doing that. How's that? That's a great idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> all well, right. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. All right. So good luck, and let's have let's listen to this fun discussion with Elaine. All right. Welcome to Game of Books podcast, Corks and Conversation. We are here at Slithfest 2019, the premier mystery writers conference in South Florida, and so very excited to talk to some of the great authors who are holding workshops here for both new and seasoned mystery writers. Yes, and we're so pleased to be sitting here with Elaine Beats a faculty author here at Sleuth Fest. She's the author of over 30 mysteries, 
In fact, she has a mystery for every mood. <laughs> she writes <laughs> She writes dark mysteries, including the Angela Richmond Death Investigator series, the Francesca Verling mysteries. Am I pronouncing those? Yes, right? Francesca okay. Verling. That's a pretty great name, I have to she say. She writes cozy <laughs> mysteries with the Josie Marcus mystery shopper series and traditional humorous mysteries with the dead end job series and she's also written numerous short stories um her most recent publications were deal with the devil and 13 short stories which is a collection of short stories that came out in april of 2018 and ice blonde a dark mystery novella that came out in june of 2018 and among her many awards, she's won the Agatha, Anthony, and Lefty Awards. <laughs> so, Elaine, we are so happy you are here to talk with us today. Oh, I'm delighted <laughs> to be here. That's a half to that. I know, and that was <laughs> not even the tip of the iceberg. I know, I had to take an exhale. Just, <laughs> would, you, would you like a drink? I know, yes. right? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to get started right away, picking your brain, because I All think right. you have a lot to tell us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, as we said, you write a mystery for every mood. Um, so do you like um, to jump between each type of mystery, or do you really immerse yourself in one type of writing for a while and then move on to another? I immerse myself into one type of writing. And right now I'm doing the darker mystery, which is the Angela Richmond series, which is the death investigator. And a death investigator is uh, someone who... Um, uh, looks into a death, but they, they work for the medical examiner's office. And so there weren't enough pathologists to go around to be present at a crime scene. So instead, they train death investigators who are not doctors, but have a lot of training. And they go in and they're in charge of the body. And they examine the body from head to toe. They photograph it. They, you know, note any contusions, any wounds. And this is kind of a new... It's, I guess, uh, what, not, not industry, but section of that it's, world? It's very new. It was started in 1978 in oh. St. Louis. Oh, okay. Well, I did notice that you went to the medico-legal death investigator training course. Right, which is which given... Which is for forensic specialists. Right. It's given by the Department of Pathology at St. Louis University. Wow. And they're the ones who started it. Wow. Uh, so you... You got you had some bloody guts right there, didn't you? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> you were getting ready for that dark. <laughs> Let's just say I didn't eat spaghetti for about a month. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs> and now I won't either. <laughs> that's perfect. That is hilarious. Oh wow, yeah, that's funny. Um, so you are very prolific. Oh. I'm jumping in. That's okay. Okay. That's okay. Um, well, I'll go back to what I was thinking first. Um, so you do you, you have all these different types. Now you're on the dark mystery. Do you have different agents for the different types? No. I, I have one agent, and two of my series, I'm currently not writing anything. Uh, they are stopped, and they're being reissued. And uh, that's the Dead End Job series and the Josie Marcus Mystery series. And uh, the dead end job is 15 novels, and the Josie is 10. It's amazing. I know. <laughs> and I feel that I said everything I could say. And I didn't want to be one of those people with, oh, God, is that series still going on? <laughs> it's 
stop when you're ahead, right? Is another so, way to say that. <laughs> I stopped while I still got good reviews. Right, right. Yeah. And it's fun to go out, like you said, and mm-hmm. switch to the dark side. Right. But you said they're being reissued. They're being reissued. Uh, my agency is Jabberwocky. It's in New York. And they're reissuing it with new covers as ebooks and also as uh, uh, trade paper. So really, it's a chance to find a whole new group of adoring readers. We hope. Yes, that's right. That's right, readers who are listening. I love the concept behind the dead-end job. Um, I thought that was hilarious. And as I had, I, when I was reading your website, you're like, I've done all these jobs. And I thought, oh, my goodness. I've done a lot of dead-end jobs, too. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's probably why. That's why we decided to write yeah. about things, right? I, I think everybody, particularly writers, yeah. have done yeah. a lot of dead-end jobs. Right. Yeah, and so then we're like, oh, man, I have to write about this. Yeah. And so, I'm going to kill my boss. Right? Yes, exactly. So from dead end jobs, then you went to death investigation, just yes. kind of a graduation, <laughs> I guess, right? Oh gosh. So, That's um, awesome. so we're laughing away here. I might as well um, go ahead and do our. Correct I think question. you should. Okay. So here's our, one of our traditions: is that when we have this is a empty wine carafe. We like it when it's full, also. But today it's an empty wine carafe. So we've got a bunch of miscellaneous, funny little questions. Okay. If you don't like your question. Pass. We'll get another one. Yeah. <laughs> right. You get to pick one, so go ahead. <laughs> okay. And we'll, we'll we can read it for you if you want. All right. Then you can the pressure's off. You can think while you're. Oh, okay. I'm, 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 no, it's fine. Okay. okay. I like to do. read slowly. <laughs> I got up early this morning. Right. Give you time to think. Right. And then you can repeat it. Right. Okay. Oh, this is easy peasy. What did you reward yourself with after you got your first paycheck for writing? Uh, I bought a teddy bear. <laughs> That is the most unexpected answer I think I can imagine. I hope it was a really big teddy bear. <laughs> Why a teddy bear? Well, I've always wanted one. <laughs> okay, that's, so, that's excellent. Whatever it takes to get that book written. Yeah. Well, here's the other published. thing. It's a useful teddy bear okay. because I am terribly afraid of needles. Okay. And so when I have to go to the dentist or any place that requires needles, I bring my teddy bear. Oh, that is hilarious. And I'm, I'm now picturing you holding the teddy I bear. I hold my teddy bear, you know, and oh, wow. it doesn't, and at this age, I don't care what people right. think of me. Like, I'm yes, bringing I have a teddy my bear. teddy bear. That's, that's great. That is a perfect. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, love I mean, it. at least it wasn't a like sports car or something. You know? It's like you, usually the first contract probably can't afford a sports car. Maybe, well, maybe with yours they did. I don't know. When I was a newspaper reporter, I got a very good contract and then I bought a sports car. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excellent. That's even better. And the teddy bear could ride along. Yes. I, I, I bought a Jaguar. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yes. And nice. I spent the rest on leather. So it was all invested li- you oh, know, wisely. Nice. Leather and a Jaguar. Leather and a Jaguar. With <laughs> and a, a teddy, teddy bear. bear. <laughs> that should go on Are the you... cover of some novel somewhere. Oh, gosh, I was I, I was complimenting Elaine before we got started on the covers of her novels. And she did share that the illustrator... Or the creator of the cover. Yes. She shares that with an, a particularly famous author. Yes. The Deal with the Devil and 13 Short Stories, the cover is by Gail Cross. And she does Stephen King's covers. Uh-oh. This is not the worst company to keep, especially as you're going darker in your series. Know, right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping she rubs off on the book. <laughs> I, I, well, it was, I, it was, so. I, I really enjoyed Ice Bond, so I know that... Um, 
Yeah, we discussed yeah. that on, on one of our other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was really fun. Okay, so transitioning into the actual nitty-gritty. Yes. How do you get everything done that you get done? Because in addition to writing over 30 novels, you, you're very active. I mean, it sounds like you are out doing things like this a lot and volunteering your time. Mm-hmm. How do you, do you have some kind of secrets to getting it all done? <laughs> I don't. If you'd seen my desk, it looks like a landfill. Really? <laughs> yes. That makes me feel a little better. <laughs> and if things are sliding off of it, and when too much slides off, I start putting it in suitcases. <laughs> That's not true. It is true. And then if I need the suitcase, I have to put things away. Now, this week, I was all set. I'd I'd finished my work, and I was all set to clean off my desk. I was going to spend the entire week cleaning off my desk. And I get an email from from my agent, who's got my fourth novel, and he says, We have a nibble, but they want your book longer. You have to add 2,500 words. So there goes the cleaning. There goes the cleaning. You know, I got another box out. Did you have to go buy another suitcase? I mean, are you? No, no. I I, I found a banker's box and I filled it with everything that slid off one corner. And my husband, who's very neat. Oh no! I was like, are we going to see you on like hoarders or something? He's neat and patient, I'm guessing. He keeps saying, when are you going to clean off your desk? And I said, well, it was scheduled this week. Right, and in about 2,500 words. Yes, would you rather that I clean my desk or finish the book? And he goes, finish Finish the book. book. So (laughs) that's why my desk is never clean. And that's why I never get anything done. Well, you apparently, it works for you. It must, I mean, it really must work for you because you get your took us in the chair and get get those words pounded out. So. Well, I, I read an article that creative people have messy desks. Now, I've probably taken it beyond. To the extreme. <laughs> <laughs> but you're priding yourself on that. This means I'm creative. <laughs> Mensa has not called me yet. but <laughs> You would like to revoke that card of yours. Oh, that's good. I that's love good. that. That's awesome. All right. Well, we do have one final question. Okay. Oh, Yes. Right. Okay. So um, this is one that we ask all the mysterious foodies out there. That's what we call our listeners Mm because they like mysteries Mm -hmm. and they like food. Right. Which we do too, except spaghetti. No more spaghetti. No more spaghetti. (laughs) I ruined spaghetti for you. Shoot. Think of it as pasta. You'll be okay. (laughs) So here's the question. Which of your characters would you like to share a meal with and what would it be? Okay. I think I'd like to share a meal with Angela Richmond, the death investigator, and uh, her favorite restaurant is a Mexican restaurant uh, called Gringo Days. Gringo Days? <laughs> yeah, D-A-Z-E. Did you make that up? I made that up. That's really good. But now someone needs to open that restaurant in your honor. And what would you guys have? Well, do you well, know what she'd have? Because she's your character. So uh, she know. likes fajitas. Okay. Okay. And I'd probably have the same. Yeah. Yeah. I I love Mexican food with flan for dessert. Oh, oh yes. Oh yeah. Pardon we all, we had to put the dessert in there. And, obviously. And a lot of guacamole. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And chips. I think it's great when you <coughs> like your character enough that you think, I want to go hang out with you. That's, yeah. That means you're writing the right character, right? I sort of do, too, after reading this one. I'm like, I'm well, hang out with them. <laughs> I mean, I don't want her to talk about the... No, no. She's not allowed to discuss work. Yeah. Oh, very nice. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. Okay, so earlier also I was talking with Elaine, and mm-hmm. she has this great purse over her shoulder today. Oh, and it's yeah. absolutely adorable. 
and it's a little typewriter. Right. And so I complimented her on it, and she said it came from... A reader. And her name is Nancy Smith, and uh, she's really a fan, and she sent it to me as a gift. That's Isn't that, awesome. I know. I, I mean, know. What a compliment that someone yeah. took the time out of their life yeah. to not only reach out to you, but send you such a nice, thoughtful gift. Yeah. Okay, so the reason I asked that is... Um, I know you have a lot of fans. How do the how do you best interact with them? Should they find you on your website or Facebook? What's your best way to connect with people? Facebook and email. I get a lot of emails. Oh. I answer. I'm slow, but I do answer. Okay. And uh, I like to hear from people. Wow, that's a nice. And I like to hear what they like, and I like to hear what they don't like. Great. So you know, tell me. And, okay. Uh, but I. I enjoy hearing from them. Oh, and so they can find your email on your website. On my website, okay. yeah. All right. Great. Oh, and I have a monthly contest where I give away a book. What? Oh, okay. So just okay. go to go to All my right. website. Everyone and, needs to go, go to elainebeats.com. And, and get her latest books are Ice Blonde and um, Deal with the Devil. Deal with the Devil. Stories. Right. And um, you have probably something coming up. In the next year, I'm sure, or next month, who knows? Well, if I finish those twenty-five okay, hundred right. words, <laughs> so keep keep looking on the shelves, and um, and it was great talking with you. Well, thank you. And if you like listening, then please be sure to subscribe to Game of Books podcast, so you can download our upcoming Corks and Conversation with more published authors, just like Elaine Beats as well as our regular Game of Books episodes where you can get your food, wine, and mystery tips every Friday morning, just in time for the weekend. Yes, and we'd love to hear from you um, what you thought about Quarks and Conversations with our with Lane Beats here today. And um, you can reach us on Twitter and Facebook at GOB Writers. So this is Christy and Kathy saying thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.